Hello and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I am your resident Spielberg apathist. Apatheticist is the word I usually say. It's not a real word, so don't blame me for not remembering. Um, I'm Emily Schmemley. Hi, and I'm the resident Spielberg fanatic, Justin Kizan. Um, and today we have a very special guest as part of our big crossover week um, with the shows that we all host. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he has an absurd theory about this film. <laughs> I'm your resident Spielberg conspirator, <laughs> Andrew Lindy. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Um, I didn't realize we were missing a third party in this conversation. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> well, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> this is just the first time you've had a theory. Yeah. The conspiracy has to just come out sometimes. You've actually been in every recording in every room, but you yeah. were just waiting in the corner. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you had nothing for dual. In the corner. <laughs> um, we watched Lincoln for this episode. Yes. This is our final um, uncovered Spielberg film. That is correct. That is currently released. That well, is cur- um, okay, well, but it's currently released, and also new new revelations about Poltergeist. Um, right. Yes. Our, yeah. Um, we haven't done Amblem yet. No, that's true. So we we might jump backwards. Yeah. To we're do gonna, We're gonna bounce around after this. It's gonna be a fun exploratory phase. We're gonna Here. really feel out the space. Yeah. Like and to clar- just to, yeah, really really clarify, this show's not done. No. <laughs> uh, we have many more episodes to go that are all Spielberg related content. Yeah. So this is not done. But yes, this as of right now, yeah. until the next film that comes out, yeah. this is the last most current film that he directed that we haven't covered. That's correct. Um, what are both of yours experiences with Lincoln before this current watch? Andrew, would you like to go first? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Back to um, 2012? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I remember liking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember having some like kind of stupid things that I didn't like about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, I, if, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm always the one who's like the most upset at when a film is titled in a weird way. Yeah. So this is it's called Lincoln, but it's more about the uh, the amendment. Like it's not really. Right. See, that was my memory of it too. Watching it now, I felt like it was it could have it could have focused more on the amendment and was a little too much about Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, and and I also uh, watching it now compared to then, it's like it has. At times, it has weird. Um, I don't know if you'll agree at all with this Hamilton energy. Okay, that's where interesting. it kind of tries to make like this old history that we think of as like stuffy and boring as like fun, and like they're Honestly. yelling at each other yeah. and they're having japes and doing weird. And they're doing they're dropping sick burns at each other. Yeah, they're like the... dropping sick burns yeah. in the middle of Congress. Yeah. Like uh, the, so... his name's Wood. Wood's dumb. Remember that one? <laughs> um. But yeah, I remember liking it a lot and watching it again. It, uh, my only thought was, wow, this is really long. Yeah. But then also I was like, but this is uh, a showcase for every character actor. Yeah. As they appeared on screen, I was excited every time. I forgot Tommy Lee Jones was in this. I mm-hmm. forgot Lee Pace was in this. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. every time they showed up, I was like, wow, wow. Like <laughs> There were so many people that I forgot were in this. Yeah. Uh, until and I this everyone was used pr- pretty pretty well. I, I would say not not one casting was was off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there were even a couple uh, sort of before they were. Yeah, famous, uh, yeah, a few yeah. of those appearances. Uh, we had a, a Dean Duhane. We had uh, never confident saying Dane, that. Dane 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 Dehan. Dane Dehan. There's too many D's. Adam David, Driver. Adam Driver. A, a David Oello. Oh yeah. Oello. Oh, yeah. Oello. Oh, yeah. Who? Yeah. Uh, uh, no. Actually, that, I'll get to that first scene because that first scene's a little. Look at these. Two guys who become what much famous after this movie, yeah. you know. Um, Emily, you're f- before we go into the film further. What's yeah. Emily your experience of, of Lincoln? I saw it in theaters as well. Okay, um, I was feeling un- uncharacteristic for me. Goodwill tor- towards uh, 
towards Spielberg um, because I was com- coming off Tintin, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and I, I liked it. I liked this movie a lot when I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't remember her having too much specific feelings about it other than thinking it was pretty good. Okay. Um, liking, like, I enjoyed D-Day's work in this. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'll say it's, it's two and a half hours. Um, I, I, this is, this is, it's a real opposite day situation because I am always the first person to bitch about a movie being too long. This did not feel long to me when I saw it the first time mm-hmm. and when I saw it this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I don't know, the length seemed appropriate. And when it was over, I was like, oh, that, yeah, that wrapped up reasonably. Like, they didn't drag it out after, you know. Yeah. I don't want to spoil the ending for this one. <laughs> um, but they didn't drag it out too much after the thing happens. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Justin, what were your thoughts? What were your initial experiences with the film? Um, this is actually one of the. This is actually the case where I didn't get a chance to see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I caught this on cable television after, the year after. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I wanted to see it, but I've also was that case of like, uh, you know, knowing that this is kind of like a weird project that Spielberg's been trying to do for a couple decades yeah. or so. Um, there was a version with with Liam Neeson attached. That as Lincoln, it would have been horrible. <laughs> that would have been disastrous. Um, Four I, score and seven years ago. <laughs> like, here's the thing: in the long run, we lucked out by by getting Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Actually, when I when they said like, oh, Neil Liam Neeson has to drop out, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. Like, it's not like having anything against Liam Neeson, but I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fine. But then it's like we got Daniel Day Lewis. All of a sudden, my eyebrow arched. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty big get, and yeah. Spielberg's never worked with him. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, and I've heard good good word. I think actually the best description of the movie that made me understand the kind of movie there that it ended up being, so I can wrap my head on that kind of movie I was going to watch when I end up seeing it, is that it's like one reviewer brought. I think it was yeah one reviewer brought up like it's essentially West Wing, yeah, but mm. in Lincoln's time period, yeah. Well, and, uh, yeah, oh yeah, and I'm like that's like a that. great yeah. way to kind of explain that movie. And when you watch yeah. it, it's totally an episode of West Wing, yeah. Um. So yeah, no, and I watched it, and, and yeah, I enjoyed it. But I definitely feel like uh, I understood the movie going in this time around, knowing the kind of film it ended up being. That first yeah. time, I was there was a lot of political jargon that I had to get adjusted to. Yeah, and um, this time out, I went okay. I I, I get it mm-hmm. a lot better now. You know, so yeah. yeah, I think I'm with you, Emily. It's like uh, the two and a half hours. Like yeah, I think for the story, they kind of have to tell. Two and a half hours is pretty appropriate. Yeah, it, it felt... It, I mean, it didn't feel long. I will say there was a few things that I could have maybe done with cutting. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing against him, personally. I think he's a fine actor. I, I was not at all captivated by Joseph Gordon-Levitt's I, whole arc in this I was movie. going to bring the same thing up. Um, <laughs> what? I kind of... I don't know. I was into him. I, I mean, nothing wow. against him, but I, I, I you could have cut that completely, and I would have been happy. Huh. I, okay, for me, it's like, I, I'm a... I like Justin Gordon Levitt a lot, mm-hmm. and so I was definitely excited on him just being involved in the movie. Period, yeah. and I kind of felt like for me, it's like Robert was uh, okay as a character, and I think my deal was that they played with the idea of he's another, like he wants to be, you know, that story of uh, Dad, I want to be in the war, and um, you can't make me because I'm a I'm a man, and yeah. I they've even tried to play with the expectations of that storyline. Like, there's that scene where, where Lincoln takes him to the hospital, and even Robert's like, don't, what, you're going to try this trick on me? Yeah. I've, I've seen this before. That's not going to dissuade me. And I get what they're going for, but then at the same time, it, at the end of the day, it came off as the same story. Yeah, it's just 
I've seen this before a million times. It, I don't know. It, it, I don't, I don't think they really, in the end, did anything particularly interesting with it. Yeah. And he even in, he didn't even really do a lot of battle. He was yeah. just with, <laughs> yeah. you know, so it's kind of, yeah, kind of fizzled out at the end there too. Yeah. Kind of fizzled out at the end. I'm usually a big Joseph Eleven fan too. So, and I thought yeah. he was, he didn't get out much to do in this, hmm. you know, I think maybe I've turned on him recently. Hmm? Yeah. I just liked his mustache. <laughs> The facial hair game on this movie is on point. Yeah. <laughs> At one point when he was he was in this film, there was some scene where he kind of turns and I went, God, if only they got him for Edgar Allan Poe. That's, yeah. that's, that's what I want. Would you still want them to make the movie The Raven? Yeah. Okay. It would be the same movie The Raven, but with Joseph Gordon-Levitt instead of uh, John, John Cusack. Cusack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. That's okay. curious. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's up? Okay, so um, this was okay. I want to bring something up too. This was a weird year for Lincoln. <laughs> oh right, it was a weird day. I watched it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Like, you, are you talking about our current political climate? Well, okay. Before I get to that, <laughs> yeah, I would just say in the year of 2012. Okay, the year it came out. It was an interesting year because that's the same year that Universe, the 20th Century Fox released. Abraham Lincoln Vampire, Vampire Hunter. Hunter. Oh well, of course. Yeah, and it's like it's I know yeah I know it's the classic case of Dante's Peak and Twist uh, Dante's Peak and not Twister's Crime and Dante's Peak and Volcano. It was called Volcano. I was just having this conversation about about those two movies with someone yesterday, yeah. and I was thinking, was the other movie just called Volcano? Yeah, can Tom, that, Tom can that be Jones and Volcano. Volcano. I, I we didn't look it up. They but highlighted I, the L.A. part of Volcano. Yeah, because it was a volcano in L.A. Oh. It's our uh, greatest fear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, volcano is our greatest fear. Yeah. Um, in anyway, LA. Yeah, I'm, was, I'm glad to be vindicated that I was correct in the movie. Is just called volcano. Volcano. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, no, it was another weird year of the two movies. But this is a case where it's like I almost make the joke where I almost like on Lincoln's birthday I want to do the triple feature of watching Young Abraham Lincoln with Peter Fonda mm-hmm. or Henry Fonda, if I'm bad. Uh, then Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. And then Lincoln. Who, That's who, who plays Abraham Lincoln in the Vampire Hunter one? I think his name's Ben Whitaker. I forgot. He was a he was a newcomer for sure. Like that was like his big. I think debut. he didn't. He never broke bigger than that. He never broke bigger than that. He he did a couple of like. I think the, whoever the villain was in that was a bigger name than him, Rufus or has gone on to yeah. Rufus Sewell. Yeah. yeah. Anthony Mackie was also oh and I know, in um, that movie. God, I gotta see that now. <laughs> Elizabeth Weinstead is um is Mary Todd. That's right. Yeah. Um, which is. Or Winstead, sorry, excuse me. It's, it is funny looking at, like, Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Sally Field in the same year played. The, yeah, the same year played the same <laughs> Played the same character. Uh, and, uh, and at one yeah. point, Platt's having to be the same age. You yeah. know, very clearly, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is still much younger. <laughs> yeah. Um, that it, was, was just, it was weirder that um, when they made the Scott Pilgrim sequel and Sally Field played Ramona in that. Yeah, it was very, I mean, like, it, she can rock that pink wig, though. I'm yeah. just going to say. <laughs> it was just a curious choice. Um... Anyway, so no, it was a really fascinating year of just two. I never thought I would have a dueling Lincoln year. Yeah. And that was a weird year, um, especially like, yeah, one's the goofy, we're not taking ourselves seriously, uh, fantasy horror action movie. Mm-hmm. And the other is a straight Spielberg drama. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I think, yeah. too, because you know, I've complained in the past about how Spielberg can fall into the really sort of stuffy historical drama sometimes in his movies and I, I think what helps to avoid that here mm-hmm. is you know he'll make a movie like um, I mean it wasn't a stuffy drama but like 1941 where he has a lot of love for the era yeah. um, and sort of gets lost in that whereas with this one I feel like 
all that love that he would have for like an era in those other movies was this time for Lincoln, the man himself. Right. Which I think lends itself to a much better movie because mm-hmm. um, all the all the effort he's put instead of you know making sure oh this plane and this plane has to be in the movie was was just sort of enriching the Lincoln character, which I think really served to the film's benefit. No, for sure. Um, one of the things I really like, one of the things I hope that helps highlight that element mm-hmm. is the idea, the choice of the movies to not do a best of hits of Lincoln's life. Yeah. And I think that's the smartest. I have a big, that's my general problem with biopics in general, mm-hmm. is that they try to tell you everything about a person's lifespan and means the they all and everything. They start with birth. Yeah, yeah, start with birth. It's like, no, don't <laughs> do this to us. Yeah. I, I look at like Ali with, with Will Smith as a movie that tried to tell you everything and then also told you nothing about Muhammad Ali in a three-hour film. Mm, And they try to do all the big points. Here, it's like, let's just take one chunk that's very, very important about Lincoln's career as a president and then explore how difficult it was to get that through. Mm -hmm. And you get a lot of Lincoln as a character. You don't need to hear his... how how You don't need to see how him and Mary met, etc. You just need to see him at his at his most difficult point as a president. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a smart move. That's a good call. And yeah. you focus the movie. Yeah. You know. Um, if you want to see how they met, just watch Abraham Lincoln Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or young Abraham Lincoln. They both addressed those, those yeah. points. Wow. <laughs> um, Daniel Day-Lewis is really great in this. He is. Yeah. I think also what helped me enjoy the film is that Daniel Day-Lewis does remind me of my grandpa in this film. <laughs> really? Just a little personal note that I think made the film more enjoyable for me. I don't know who else can relate to that. Who else has Lincoln grandpas? <laughs> Hashtag Lincoln grandpa if you've got a Lincoln grandpa. Uh, what's so? What are the elements? I think my, my grandfather is a sort of very tall slender man mm-hmm. um, like Lincoln. Yeah. Sorry to say the word slender man in front of you. You had Andrew. to do that. Um, I, I, I think uh, they, they just have a similar way of speaking. Okay. Which I think could be because my, my grandfather also like loves Lincoln and has read like a ton of books on him. Oh, really? Yeah. Did, it, did your grandpa have like a lot of stories? He, no. That is, okay. that, he's not like that. Mm. But just the sort of the cadence of the way they oh, talk okay. is very similar, I would say. I know that was actually a bit of a conjecture at the time when the first trailer came out. Yeah. When, when people started hearing Day-Lewis's uh, performance. Yeah. And they were so thrown off that like, why is he sounding like that? Yeah. To which, you know, most historians were like, he doesn't sound like how he sounds at Disneyland, guys. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that's the weird thing with stuff like that. Like, we have records of people describing the way he sounds, but that's it. Yeah. Um, but this, I don't know, this this to me sort of has become my, like, if, I, if, if I'm ever sitting around imagining Lincoln talking, um, this, is the, this is the voice I hear. It's more distinct. Yeah. And I feel like I, that, at, to me, like, I can... The kind of person he is—that's in—that's in fact, mm-hmm. like what we that you can read in books. Like, yeah, that sounds like the guy who would say those things or have those thoughts and feelings. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, yeah, he he really melts as he usually does. Yeah. He really melts in this performance, and I'm like, I'm not seeing Daniel Day-Lewis. I'm saying, oh, that's Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do y'all think of Lee Pace in this film? Uh, enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big Pushing Daisies. Yeah. Fan. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually, I, they've really pushed Lee Pace being heavies a lot, yeah. which I'm like, but he can be really sweet. He can. <laughs> I will say this movie, much more so than Guardians of the Galaxy, this movie made me enjoy him as a villain. Yes. Because he's, he's really good at screaming his what, whole head off. In this do, you, movie. do you think of him as a villain in the Hobbit series, or at least 
Um, I'd forgotten he was in those movies because yeah. they're very bad. And he's like the Elf King who think about them very often. He doesn't like give a shit about anyone else, and so he's he's kind of similar here, where he's like, yeah, my my stuff's good. Everyone else sucks. Yeah. So what's the problem? Yeah. I kind of think of those two characters as the <laughs> same, which is weird. I could actually, and I love it. Yeah, I can see the I can see the comparison. Yeah. When he's doing when he's up there doing his speech, I imagine the Elf King. He's like <laughs> doing his little speech. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I actually want to jump. I guess I do want to jump into the beginning of the film because I think okay. it, it's a really good sets the tone. You mean the first scene, the very first scene? Yeah, I think the, it sets the, the like, tone. Fight the punching, yeah, out war fight thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that leads into the first real scene with Lincoln. I mm-hmm. think that these yeah. two scenes are really good. Sets the tone for everything that has to happen and mm-hmm. why we're doing this, and sets up the character of Lincoln, uh, and you know how the rest of the at least the soldiers feel about him. In general, I, I was actually really, you know, that, that first fight's just short and brutal enough to, like, Civil War, let's not forget. That was, <laughs> yeah. it was a rough time. It's a rough time. Um, but I also legitimately love that scene with the with the soldiers that he's talking to. And, you know, they're bringing up points. Like, this is with the, 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 the black soldiers in the Union. And they're like, okay, we're, we're doing this and we're doing this. But, you know, the David Othello character is like, but we need this. Mm-hmm. And this is not fair. And this is not fair. We pay for our uniforms. We mm-hmm. get $3 less a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you get Dainty Han and Lucas Haas. Oh, that's Lucas Haas. Yes. In his third movie with, that he shares with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. <laughs> they were both in uh, uh, Brick, mm-hmm. briefly in Inception, and now here, in yeah. which they don't even share the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're kind of coming in as Lincoln fanboys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that contrast is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was they, it coming in knowing his speech like left like yeah. almost to the you know, almost to the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Dane also looks a lot like a young Leonardo DiCaprio in this moment where I was like, that's weird that they cast 1997 Leonardo DiCaprio in this movie. I don't know how the hell I did that. <laughs> Spielberg spares no expense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he finds a way. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, because Jurassic Park was a, that was actually about him because yeah. he's like life. He finds a way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but you're right. It's, you know, you're right. It's a good comparison scene because you have this, yeah. this one. Yeah, the Black Union soldier going like, "Yeah, but we need this." But yeah. then you have the other ones going, "This is this great president," and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And this, your speech was inspiring, etc. Yeah. Um, and Lincoln's taking it in very carefully, which yeah. I really like. Um, and I even loved after like they. They, the, 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 the you know, Dane DeHaan, Luke, Luke Haas character, they do their speech as much as they could until they have to get called out in. Othello stands there, and yeah, even though he has these complaints and these things he's worried about, he knows the speech as he's walking off, and I really love that kind of him yeah. walking off as he's saying the speech. I thought mm-hmm. that's really lovely and nice. Yeah. And also, you know, we're kind of getting the big iconic Lincoln thing out of the way, which is that speech. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, we don't see Lincoln do it. We see... Through other people, yeah. The, which a is lot super of this, cool. yeah. a lot of this movie is like subverting those Lincoln images and showing like either another side of it or not showing it, but knowing that it's happening somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like it's kind of the. It, I feel like Spielberg is like teasing us. Like yeah. he mm-hmm. he does like a, a, a scene at a theater early on, and I'm like, you're doing a theater scene this early? Like, anytime, come, come on. Anytime they cut to the theater. He knows what your brain's saying. Yeah. yeah, and even at the end, he does it. Yeah. That yeah. whole end is a subversion on what we know is, like, what happens to Lincoln. Right. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Right. Um, yeah, and it's really, like, smart in a way that I often give Spielberg credit for not being. Um, <laughs> and that it's, yeah, it's, it's a subtle touch in this movie, which uh, not usually his strong suit, I would say. Yeah. He's surprised. No, the subtle touches here do are effective yeah. in this case. Um, should we bring up Andrew's... 
theory. Yes. Are you bring that up now? I want it. I think this is a good time for it. Andrew has a. I'm excited for you to reveal that your theory is wrong because you said you have a conclusion, and I, there's no. Way, I haven't looked anything up, but I, there's no way your theory can be correct. When I watched this film in the theater during the ending sequence of the the big voting, where they go and they show every single uh, congressman or whatever yeah. doing their vote, I distinctly recall upon the screen the screen was filled with a face wait can we pause for just a second yeah you know this theory right justin yes i do okay i, I know the, the theory yes yeah the listener does not i know that i do i just want to make sure that justin knew i theory. am definitely aware of the theory okay yes Continue. i'm in the theater watching the screen is filled with a face mm-hmm. several faces but one is prominent yeah and it, it's it's passing by rather it's it's not we don't stop on this face we don't the camera's not saying look at this face and there's, you know, the beard and every uh, yeah. most of them had beards, but this was a younger man. Mm-hmm. And I saw that face and I went, that's Brad Pitt. <laughs> this that's is Brad Pitt. <laughs> Andrew first brought this theory to me, I think, like a couple years after Lincoln came out. Yeah. Um, and at this point, we both looked up online and there was no record of Brad Pitt having been in the movie. Well, of course not. It's a secret cameo. And that's my big... That is my. That has always been my big sticking point with the theory, in that even if it was a secret cameo, someone on the internet would have noticed Brad Pitt. Well, the IMDb boards got shut down, so maybe <laughs> they got too close to the truth. They got too close to the truth. It has been five years since this film's release. Yeah, yeah. There has been no internet proof of this. Yeah. <laughs> I just have a very hard time believing that you. No offense to you, Andrew, that you are the only person to have cracked this secret. Um, since I'm aware, since I was aware of, of Andrew's theory <laughs> in this current viewing. And but my I forgot where you said it. Mm-hmm. You seen his face? Anytime we're at the Senate, I just kept scanning. Same here. And I yeah. did not see anyone in the whole damn film who looks like Brad Pitt to no, me. Not even an accidental. Oh, I guess that guy. No, no, not a single, not a single. So neither <laughs> neither of us saw him. No, no. Okay. I made any time at the voting. I was like, nope, no, not that. Don't see nope, him. Not that guy. Not that guy. So, Andrew, you, you promised us new information on your theory. Last night, yeah, I watched the film for the second time in my life. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was the other thing. You hadn't seen it since it was in theaters, and yet True. you were still so sure about this theory. I watched that film, and when that voting scene came, mm-hmm. I paid very close attention uh-huh. to mm-hmm. the screen. And what did you see? Here's what I saw. Okay. <laughs> Literally, none of the shots were the one that I thought I saw. (laughs) I don't know what happened in that theater. Maybe the man at the the projection list had a different reel. They swapped in a new reel. I don't know. But none of the shots were that same shot that I remember of like panning across, big face in the middle, beard. I don't know. So not only was Brad Pitt not in the film upon second viewing, that shot was not in the film. No. <laughs> what do you think happened? Yeah, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to posit two scenarios because I think one of them has got to be what you think happened. Okay. Scenario one is that the theatrical cut is a slightly different cut than what is now available. Okay. Theory two is that you, for some reason <laughs> in your brain, inserted a Brad Pitt shot into the movie. As much as I'd like to believe theory number one. Yeah. It's got to be theory number two. Right. I don't know what right. happened to me watching Lincoln in theaters where. I thought I saw Brad Pitt in that film. Did someone, did you like speak to a mentalist? Did you speak to like a, Dar- a Darren Brown type beforehand? 
or not even before you watch the movie, but before you talk to me that first time. They touched my shoulder and, they, 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 and said, oh, do you want this peach pit? Yeah, yeah. They said something like that and just in, implanted the memory yeah. of Brad Pitt. They said, when you go to the office supply store, pick up some Brad's. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, no, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Interesting. I don't, and I want an answer, but this is the answer. <laughs> but I didn't even see the shot that I remember. <laughs> That's that's the craziest part. That's the new information. Oh, Something in the brain r- created that shot. Yeah. Because I saw men with beards that I was like, that's not Brad Pitt. And that's not even the angle that I remember. Yeah. Like, none of it added up. Here's the thing. All right. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. It's a two and a half hour film. Yeah. First time viewing. Yeah. So lots going on. You know, a lot of, lot of new information, mm-hmm. both in terms of the story they're telling and the characters and blah, 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 blah. It's possible <laughs> that in the near the finale of the film, as you are getting ready to wrap your brain up for the film to be done, and it still had thirty minutes, and you still had thirty minutes, yeah. you possibly yeah. mildly created that shot. I it had to have been a shot that on paper, even minus Brad Pitt, sounds like a shot that could have been. The yeah, film. yeah. But you created it in the head. (laughs) Here here was another new one that I I solved before we even got to recording. Mm. Um, There was one man who I thought looked like Al Gore with a beard. I thought also snuck Al Gore. (laughs) That's what I thought. But it was not. It was another character actor. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But he does look a lot like Al Gore. (laughs) That's in my defense. Okay. See, that one makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even if clearly it's not Al Gore. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So that is that is that is a close. Yeah. All right. Case I closed. now Case fully closed. believe that Brad Pitt is not in this film. <laughs> the five year, five year good, journey's yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> should we do um, our regular uh, John Williams, Janusz Kaminski check in? Yes. Yes. How, how'd they do in this one, in your estimation? Uh, John did uh, better than most, not better than his than his than his lackluster work, but yeah. not one that I feel is as memorable, but strong. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, it, it served the movie well. I thought it, but it didn't particularly stand out. Andrew, do you have any thoughts on the score? No. Okay. And even like the the what's his Janusz Kaminski. Janusz Kaminski. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't even that impressed by all that. There were some really nice long shots or wide mm-hmm. shots that I was like, all right, all right. But Yeah, I liked the movie, but nothing really stood out to me yeah. in terms yeah. of the look. Um, that's the thing with, with Janusz, and I've definitely been not a fan of everything yeah. he's done post Schindler's List. Yeah. Um, and one of my things about Kaminsky is, is his overabundance of blue, mm-hmm. yeah. which I feel doesn't quite, it's just never really. Yeah, this me. whole movie does have a kind of, like dark blue tone to it. Yeah, which I'm like, I don't know why that's your default. Yeah. Or, 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 or why Spielberg thinks that's your default. Yeah. I just never was that big of a fan of it. So yeah, yeah it's it's not as egregiously why did you shoot it like that as yeah. some of his other movies. At the end of the day, it's like I would, I would prefer no blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> movie's pretty dour at times yeah. as is. No need to no no need to cover the light into remind me that. Yeah. Um. Uh, along with some of the other characters, there are plenty yeah. of other characters in this film besides Lincoln. So many characters. So, so many characters. characters. Can I say, I, this time around, I didn't care for James Spader. Really? Yeah, I I'm remember the w- first time actually, I liked him a lot. I'm with you 100%. I had that same exact journey. Because he showed up on screen mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I remember liking him. And then it just, nothing happened. It was huh. just, it was it was dead. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, I found him sort of gross and annoying in this Yeah. Stage. His his friend his coworker people uh, John John Hawks, Hawks and, and uh, Tim Blake Nelson Tim Blake, Tim Blake Nelson. Nelson great yeah love yeah. them, love them yeah. but for some reason James Spader fell flat for me this time he's kind of a gross slob yeah <laughs> he is <laughs> um I was about the same I like them 
Weirdly also reminded me of his character on The Office, Robert California. Yeah. Uh, which I know the show that Andrew has not seen. Nope. Um, but you know what I'm talking about, yes, right, I do. Justin? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, it's just weird. Yeah, like Spader's in this new place of I'm just going to accept that I'm a weird, gross character actor. And sleazy. And sleazy. Sleazy is always a... Well, a, he's always been a bit sleazy. Yeah, that's but, true. But now he's just like, F it. Yeah. I'm just I'm swimming in sleaze. I'm <laughs> swimming in sleaze. Yeah. Um, uh, I do, but I, overall, I do like the idea of the trio mm-hmm. and what they have to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, and anytime you put John Hawks and Tim Blake Nelson's, never a bad call for me. Yeah. I generally like seeing them in movies. Um, I will say Tim Blake Nelson felt slightly anachronistic to me. Really, I, I have a hard time buying mm. him as, as someone who lived in that time. Okay, that's. I think that's that was part of my problem with James Spader. Mm. Interesting, because there was times when he was. Well, there there was uh, I don't even remember who it was, but he was trying to get someone to read the bill or agree to it, and he tr- he shoots him. Yeah. The yeah. congressman like shoots him, <laughs> or shoots at him, and he like comes back and he like kicks like leaves at him. I was like, you would be running. Like he has a gun. Like I don't know. I feel like back then, like guns were way scary. <laughs> I feel like guns were probably less scary back then. Well, and, like hospitals weren't as great. Hospitals weren't as great, but also it, like, like, you got shot, you died. Like it was pretty much. <laughs> You got a you got I mean, a bullet disease. Sure, yeah, you got you got a bullet You got lead poisoning. Um, but also, I feel like guns were just more a lot more sort of common back then. Too. Yeah, I guess. Um, I quite enjoyed. I usually enjoyed David Stratham. Yeah. Oh my goodness! And so he's Loved very him. good here. Yeah. Yeah. And his his uh, I don't remember the name of the actor, but his like little assistant guy that I was following. Yeah. Around. Very... Those two were like so great. Every yeah. every scene they had with 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 Lincoln, it was so good to me. Um, we had Doug from Flight of the Concord slash Gale from Breaking Bad. <laughs> that's right. Oh yeah, that's right. He's very good. <laughs> um, yeah, Adam Driver does make a quick one scene appearance in two the, scenes. Two scenes. You're right. You're right yeah. Yeah. He he's in the movie very briefly, but as a telegraph man, he's very. It's actually pretty impactful. Yeah, he he does. I mean, it's a case where it's like that's it's a small role, mm-hmm. but you can kind of tell like that's how good Driver is. Like there was actually another scene where he shared with another guy. I can't tell you a thing about that guy's performance. No, mm-hmm. and and it's not just because like oh Adam Driver, I know who he is. Star Wars, blah. It's yeah. like no, he's actually very. He he does a good. He he really draws you in, even for what little he does in that movie. He's very mm-hmm. very good in a small part. Yeah. Um. Oh. There's also a Jared Harris as Ulysses S. Grant. Yeah, that was interesting. That's an interesting. That's role. pretty wild. That's yeah. pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird um, how Jar- how Jared Harris has two modes, which is he either plays very very British or very very American. Yeah. <laughs> in every movie, <laughs> he's very true. yeah. Because it's like you get you get a you get a madman or a Mr. Deeds uh, Jared Harris. Well, I I would say my most Deeds favorite Brian. of his was he American in um, Benjamin Button. I can't recall. He's like a sailor, like a real gruff sailor, yeah. and I love that. Yeah. That's what I want out of Jared Harris. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very interesting, uh, his journey as an actor. Let's not forget Tommy Lee Jones. Sure, Tommy Lee Jones was great. Tommy, you know, when you bring Tommy wow. Lee Jones, you know what you're doing. With a wig. With, with a crazy, just, <laughs> someone dumped an ink pot on his head, essentially. <laughs> that weird jet black wig. Why do you think he took that role? Excuse me. I didn't mean to. I, I feel like that's not a role he would normally take. I think he's in that. Was it that time? I feel like. I think I, he's. I don't know. It seems. In, sorry, I didn't. Go, 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 go. It seems totally in his house to me. Hmm. I feel like he's definitely around that part of the age where he's just like, I'll enjoy nice, fun, small acting bits and gets to be memorable mm-hmm. yeah. in it. And I think that's a cool thing about his character. Is like, he gets to be. He gets. Listen, Tommy Lee Jones gets some good, juicy lines yeah. that Tommy yeah. Lee Jones delivers like a pro. That's probably one thing. It's like, you get to have some really good lines. Um, and he gets to have a nice little arc, yeah. as we find out through his character and through the whole film. 
And he's not required to lead anything. He's not required to be there every day as an actor. So I yeah. can imagine, it's like, here's a nice, juicy little part. He's a tough, wise old man. I feel like that's kind of what he always plays. Mm-hmm. Well, when they give him a good character reveal, isn't that the yeah. first time we see him? Is like everyone's talking at his desk, and we see everyone talking yeah. to the desk first, and then there he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets yeah. a big pop in that moment. Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel that's the case. It's like, like this yeah. is a nice, juicy part for you that you don't have to hold the movie up on your shoulders and yeah you get to get some memorable bits which he does like plenty of yeah yeah his burns are sick man (laughs) (laughs) he does he had that wood one i talked about (laughs) so good (laughs) um were you gonna say something Mm -mm. okay we were going through characters i'm trying to remember another one that we haven't mentioned yet oh we haven't talked about mary todd much sure no let's go for that um Uh, sally field yep sally field the great Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, wonderful um, actor. Um, mm-hmm. Sort of a difficult performance because what people mostly know about Mary Todd is that she was a little yeah, a little uh, loose in the head, yeah. let's say. Um, do, you so think, do you think some of those scenes with her are too like unsubtle? They're too on the nose? Um, I, I think Seinfeld did a kind of good job of, of reining it in when okay. necessary. I, I, mm-hmm. I think... I think it's a really tough line to walk to not be um, too subtle, but I, I thought she did a really good job with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because you know, like you said, Emily, it's like it is what we know. Of, if you do know your history about Mary Todd, it yeah. is it is a weird thing to like. How do you address that without looking like someone's acting? Yeah, and Sally Field does deliver that as best as she could, mm-hmm. um, and she's very good. There's some scenes where she's very, very good, actually, yeah. uh, in terms of both her. You know, unleashing her emotion of how she feels about a situation, especially concerning Robert, concerning her previous her son who did pass away. Yeah. Um, I also really like the scene with her and Tommy Lee at the like party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's really nice yeah. and, and bitey. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you can always take an interest in my household expenses. <laughs> Do you guys ever felt that the movie is almost play like? Oh, a little bit, yeah. Because um, it's a lot, it's I mean it's a lot of people like talking in rooms. Yeah, I. I I don't think I'd think of it as play-like then, mm-hmm. but it's definitely in that same sense. It's like an actor's movie. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's where you can just launch some lines at someone, right, and just yeah. really go at it and not have to rely on like, oh, am I standing in a field? Like, where, <laughs> where am I? Where's the alien? Yeah. Like, right. It's yeah. It is something where I do. I'm watching it and I'm like, you know, it's it doesn't have to be as cinematic as other Spielberg movies. Yeah, which is why I don't, I don't think it bothered me so much that uh, yeah. I wasn't particularly fond of Yannick's work here. <laughs> yeah, I think same, same. Um, yeah. So, I, But at the same time, I am sitting there going, like, if someone wants to do this as a as a play, yeah. there's... It could be done. It could be easily translatable into a play, because there's a lot of, yeah, like you said, yeah. Andrew, there's a lot of really good character, actor bits and yeah. scenes, like, and the transitions to those scenes would not be very particularly hard mm-hmm. on a stage. Um, like all the Senate stuff would be a fun to watch as an audience. Member, oh yeah, you know. Yeah. I think one one bit that I love that I don't think would translate to the stage is when who is it? James Spader and the other two have to run and run with a note <laughs> oh, from to Senate Lincoln. To, yeah. yeah, that's they're, good. <laughs> yeah. They're just like running across. These are two <laughs> unfit men, <laughs> and the young guy beats him. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. Um. Uh. I'm trying to think of other. Moments in the film that it's, uh, it's maybe too hokey for this story, but if it was a play, what you could do is have them run out 
into, oh, the, into audience. the audience. And then yeah. the curtain changes, and then they go, they like leave, they oh. go to the lobby, and then they come back in through another door to run back onto the stage. I, the set has not been changed. I think that would totally That'd work. Be, yeah. I think it would totally <laughs> work. That <laughs> would made it work. I, yeah. Well, because also, even in the movie, it's a levity scene. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that would work in that regard because yeah. the audience go, oh, hey, look, they're running by us. Like, no, I think that would absolutely work. Yeah, I should direct a place. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, I will say, too, for, for the story, the way they, they, the way they build the story, it's, it's really good tension work. Mm -hmm. And I always go back to uh, this thought. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm, I am taking this from another reviewer, but I, I still love using this example. Is that like mm -hmm. the tension's so good? I'm sitting there going, Oh my gosh! Is this going to get passed? Yes. Yeah. To which way to go? To which I go? Wait a minute. Yeah. Clearly, because I cannot buy a person today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's a very good. You're wondering if it's going to work out. Yeah. And they 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 they, they you know and that's yeah. that's what it, yeah. It's super tough in a historical drama, especially one about like super famous historical events that we all like anyone in America at least I would say mm -hmm. knows how this movie ends. And I think even even they pulled it off with the voting scene because they yeah. put so much effort into showing the the three like con men is the way I think of yeah. them yeah. going around and finagling votes mm -hmm. is that when you see those people actually having to vote you know their conflict. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. when they actually do vote it's kind of like a triumph. It's like oh my god we got them. We got them. Yeah, but then do. also when they don't you, yeah. just, like, you feel the ah. Yeah. Because they, they do a good job of making each of those little characters, for even the little amount of time you have with them, mm -hmm. memorable enough. Walton Goggins, the postmaster general. Goggins. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. I forgot Walt. I straight up forgot Walter Goggins' yeah. this movie. But I literally forgot everyone except for Daniel Day Lewis and Sonny <laughs> Field were in this movie. Every single one of them I, was a surprise you know, to if, me. I might have forgotten Daniel Day Lewis was in it because he's so good. <laughs> they got Lincoln. They got Lincoln. <laughs> they got this unknown. Who is he? <laughs> well, it's just they just had to travel a little farther back after they picked up Leo. 1997, Leonardo right. DiCaprio. They just yeah. kept going to get Lincoln. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just imagining Spielberg sitting in the classic H.G. Wells time machine pulling the levers and going yeah we're going yeah. and then Lincoln at the end is like what is what is this scene we're shooting and it was like oh you're just um you're just laying on this bed with like you spilled some raspberry jam right behind your head yeah that's what happened yeah. that's just, that's what this just is just fall asleep so just you're just sleeping you're in the sleeping. scene you, you've spilled some jam yeah in everyone everyone's this. gathering around you're sleeping it's fine yeah <laughs> do me a favor put these earplugs <laughs> yeah uh because i don't want you to like you'll go like if someone like sneezes and you wake up yeah you're sleeping so yeah. it would make sense that you have earplugs. <laughs> it's like it's really deep sleep it's fine. Don't worry yeah. about it. Okay, and we're going to cry. We're crying. <laughs> and say the date and time of death. Okay. And... All right, your plugs out, Lincoln. You're done. Yeah, Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a wrap on Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't. Something that I remember thinking of when I saw this in theaters, and I, I still kind of thought about this now, was, um, do you, do you think they did well with handling? Because wasn't there like new information coming out at the time where they they found that Lincoln might have had a like a bigger facial deformity than what we'd even previously thought? Really? Because uh, I, 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 I remember like when you see like artist you know interpretations or whatever you want to call it of him, like there is something about his face that's very gaunt. It's something yeah. mm. distinct about it, and yeah. and uh, I I kind of remember hearing that they they had found around that same time like oh we have new information that he might have actually had a full on like some like a deformity you know something yeah. something noticeable uh, that is different from everyone else's faces I, yeah I didn't hear that actually yeah that's news to me actually yeah. I don't oh. know it, along with that I also thought it was interesting that his to me even though in this film his beard doesn't feel like the classic Lincoln beard mm -hmm. it works 
Yeah. That's interesting you say that because it feels very much like the classic Lincoln Bear to me. Like, I, I, don't I, know I imagine it more full. I don't know. Um, I guess. I mean, to me, the Lincoln Bear is just beard trimmed, but like thick. Um, mm-hmm. No mustache, which I would say is what's in the film. I don't know what it is for me. We're going to go have a, have a hair talk on Lincoln. Yeah. I don't know what it is for me, but I actually quite enjoyed frizzled-haired Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like his when his just... barber hanged himself. Yeah. <laughs> I the the use of humor. Yeah. And and his stories is so is a really cool. It's yeah. really cool here, and I think it's. Actually, my my absolute favorite thing is like one of his advisors as he starts another story. The advisor is like, "No, yeah. no, I, I, yeah. no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna listen." He's to like, "I'm story. not gonna listen to this Ethan Allen story <laughs> again. I'm out." I'm out. And, and Lincoln it, just sort of chuckles and continues the story. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like it's a thing where it's like there's a lot of nervous laughter. Yeah. Which I also found really pre- uh, appreciative this round uh, while mm-hmm. I'm watching it this time. This is my second time watching it. Is like even with the the Black Union soldiers, uh, like. In the beginning of the film, like he's making jokes, like 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 the one you just mentioned, with the barber hanging himself, yeah. And you know that soldier's like, because kind of, <laughs> yeah. he's the president. Laugh, right? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. But there are times where a lot of guys like who do know him, like there is some legitimate laughter, like like uh, like Straitham's assistant or that other guy who's in the room. He's like he is actually like kind of giggling yeah. at some of Lincoln's stories, and I think that's a very cool thing that makes him approachable. Yeah, that makes him someone you could talk to and and. Well, even, I think yeah. that's also Spielberg playing with the idea of like we know he's the great order. He is yeah, he yeah. is the man who tells speech gives speeches, and so in it was a very early scene where he's like giving a speech, and it's like oh, two lines, point, yeah. and he goes, "That's my speech," that's and the crowd yeah. cracks up. Yeah, it's like they, everyone knows. Yeah. yeah, it's just out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fun. Mm-hmm. Good time. Yeah, it's a fun movie for I a two and a half hour for a two and a half hour historical. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, yeah, the, 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 there's just the right amounts of humor to kind of feel it. Like, it's not just a, a dour two and a half hours of will they, won't they pass this bill. Um, and there's enough kind of, you know, interesting pacing to go around to make, like, okay, this is what they have to take care of and do. Yeah. And knowing the kind of political uh, choices that Lincoln had to do to get this done, and yeah. things that were including things that were risking his career, risking his job. Yeah. You know, like the whole bit, and you know, like write this thing. I don't know about, as far as I know, I don't know those. There, there's these, yeah. these men from the south coming in for yeah. peace talk. But you will get fired if. But wouldn't you? That's but, impeachment. That's impeachment. You people. Like, he's like, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's he's like it's like, like he's like I know, yeah. but do it because yeah. that's the that we just need to delay this. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's <laughs> that also works well with his whole explanation at kind of towards the beginning of the film when he's meeting with his cabinet and he's mm-hmm. explaining, he's like, look, the Civil War, this is new. I didn't even know if I could do this. I didn't even know if <laughs> yeah. this is allowed. I didn't even know yeah. what was allowed. So I tried it. And now if we have to believe this, then we have to believe that. So he's, he's yeah. like going through his whole logical explanation of what he's even thinking in that moment, which yeah. is right. really interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go too long on on this but I also feel like because since you know, hey, by the way, I don't know if you guys know this, but this is a, uh, uh, a several part episode crossover of all our shows. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is the third episode we've recorded today of four. Of four. So you know, uh, in case you don't know, uh, we have all guest starred on each other's shows. Mm-hmm. So that means that I will be in two episodes of Super Mario Bros. Minute, and I will be on an episode of Nothing New. And I'm here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I feel like it's only fitting because we brought it up in the Apes episode. Oh, yeah. The political climate. The political climate oh, sure. in America yeah. and how it uh, affects how we view with certain movies. Let's just say the fact that the voting scene felt a little familiar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, the dramatic turns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, boy. 
Um, I don't know, it's just it's interesting watching this movie, and maybe that's part of the reason I've I've I had a even more of an attention. Yeah. Not that like I didn't wasn't atten- I didn't wasn't I didn't have attention when I first saw it, but like more of an attention this time because of how I'm starting to see. Oh. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Now, when when did Lincoln come out? 2012. So it was. I mean, we we were in o- Obama fever. We were. Yeah. yeah. We were, and wasn't. I mean, uh, they're from the same like, or they they were senators in the same state or whatever. Like Lincoln, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lincoln and Obama. So it's kind of. Do, do you think Spielberg was playing with that? I bet you because like wasn't twenty. Help me if I'm wrong. Was that the election? Was that an election year? That yeah, was, he was, yeah. For, oh, he got reelected. Obama yeah. v. Romney. I bet you. Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. Truth be told, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you've you've said like Spielberg loves Lincoln, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of for him to be able to make that in that moment in time, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really it's, interesting. It's a weird thing to watch too, especially now where like they're doing all this this politicking and all these sort of shady backroom deals mm-hmm. to um to get this very important like very like needed good righteous you might even say even amendment passed yeah so it's easy to root for them but then we look at like today where some of those uh, sometimes uh those same kind of arrangements aren't always used for good yeah mm-hmm. um yeah. So which it i don't know it's it's there's an it, it's an interesting moral gray zone where it's like yes like this was something that absolutely needed to happen obviously yeah. um but also it, it kind of set precedent for some some not so great things down the line like it's, it's almost it's almost very true yeah i know yeah. It, it's almost like if you you look at this movie as a reminder how politics can be and could be used yeah it, it's almost like a it's a it's almost a weird lesson yeah it's like yes this is stuff you know at the end of the day like what is the better choice and for this one we're like well yes clearly yes this slavery needed to end (laughs) yes for sure um but yeah the ways and the means and you know but also like why did they have to go to those routes and you kind of see why they had to go to those routes and it's which is i would say ultimately the same root problem we had then and now which is Mm -hmm. white supremacy um Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) hmm I can't. I can't yeah, add yes. any more than what you already said. Yeah. I, I. I think. And and the. But the biggest change I think from then and now is now there's like actual you know corporations' interests are yeah. also yes. such yeah. a big factor now, where you you think of like oh they're voting for us and no they're getting paid to vote in the way that would help yeah. you know some. Yeah faceless corporation that's going to make you know millions of dollars off of our suffering yeah Yeah. like even you know back then that was not even a thing yeah that was not even a thing but i think ultimately the movie again because something why it sort of resonates now still um and is sort of good and easy to like root for the good guys in this movie yeah is because it's really the 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 message as much as the you know politicking and tactics can seem bad in a different light now when you get down to it, it's the same thing, which is punch white supremacists. <laughs> uh, that's which I, I would say is kind of a, a, a maybe it's not super on the nose here, but it is kind of a theme of this movie. Like yeah. that's ultimately what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I don't know. It's a very interesting movie to watch, and especially knowing the yeah. climate. Well, especially like the idea that Lincoln knows that the whole reason he insists on it, right? It's like yeah. he knows like this is this this will end it. Yeah, the reason they're fighting. Is this is what they want? Yeah, and I know if we stop this, yeah, this will end. Yeah, and you can you know it's it's even a little vague. He's never on the nose how he honestly feels about it. Yeah, but he knows like as a tactical maneuver, 
if I'm just gonna go, if he's just gonna go, if we're gonna just go straight cold. Him thinking as a politician is like, yeah. this is what they're fighting for. Then then this, let's just dip. Then let's get rid of the option of them having this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This because this, this will end everything mm-hmm. if we at least say nope, you're not doing this anymore. Yeah. You know, um, and it does imply obviously that implies it does of course reach out to and then these people yeah. won't have to do this anymore. Yeah. But. It's it, it, it that's where it gets a little muddy and a little more complicated than just simply it's just the right thing to do. It's like also politically we will stop killing each other yeah. on our own soil yeah. for this reason. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some, sometimes I feel like the the movie does does that thing that movies when they're set in the past like to do where they're like they're like what's next women voting like they do that a couple of times (laughs) yeah where i'm like okay but also like yeah what the hell that was not that long ago right we need to realize like god like we we had to fight so hard to get this far and it's like how easily it can be taken away i I almost feel like whenever i almost feel like there's a point where you're like yeah you're like i get it that's that's the thing that we, you know, like, like, oh, yeah. No, At the time, everyone thought that was incredulous. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. But also, it's like, there's a part of me that's like, hey, you kind of have to do these things to remind people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, someone asked, like, a, there was, like, a, a quote I read where, like, like, one filmer heard, overheard someone talk, like, do we have to do another movie about, how many movies have to do about, about the, uh, being a slave in America? And one, and this reviewer's like, as many as we have to, to remind you. Clearly, that's what happened. I mean, <laughs> clearly more at this point, I would say. Like, yeah. really we need a lot more of them. Yeah. Because <laughs> it seems like a lot of people kind of forgot how terrible that was. Right. No. Mm-hmm. So that's why you keep telling these stories. Yeah. That's, I, I think in the in the movie, they, they kind of nail this where um, Lee Pace is giving one of his hateful diatribes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you go up to Mary Todd and her confidant yeah. right there. and. She, it's so s- simple. It's she's teary eyed. That's mm-hmm. yeah. we, we. It doesn't you know get too saccharine. It doesn't go zoom in on the tear. Yeah. Yeah. It's just we see that she's affected by these words because she knows that he believes them so strongly that yeah. Yeah. he doesn't even want her there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's I mean that that simple moment works in that movie. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's. I guess that's a. I, I guess any any last wrap up thoughts on, um, on Lincoln twenty twenty. I'm not really. Um, I kind of think I said my piece. I think I was. I. I mean, just as a last note, I. I wanted to hear what you two thought about. Um, because I know how uh, like Spielberg uses like family in yeah. films. Yeah. How did you feel like of, of his use of the like the Lincoln family? The... Uh, could have cut the kids as far as I'm concerned. Just <laughs> cut them right out. Uh, added nothing. Uh, there's the there's the Emily on Spielberg. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the the reveal of Lincoln's death with the kid I thought was very well done. Yeah, um, and I guess you I guess you need the kid for that. Uh-huh. Um, you can't get rid of them; they were there <laughs> in history. Um, short of that, I think they were. I will say they were. Uh, Robert and the younger son has definitely been underdeveloped in my eyes, and thankfully, there's a lot other story that has to be told that's not about their relationship. So yeah. I, I overall was fine with them. Um, even if I felt like Robert was even less of use than the youngest son, yeah. Um, and yeah, I do enjoy the. I do think the the, the use of Mary Todd was 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 just right enough. So I think the Lincoln family was was well done here. So overall, All right. yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, overall, my yeah, my Jones family. It's a really, uh, it is a very very good solid Spielberg drama, mm-hmm. and um, one that maybe you should probably watch now. <laughs> this might be nice to watch right now. Um, if anything, just for a really amazing Dan Day Lewis performance. I'm sorry, Lincoln performance, because clearly that's what they got. Yeah. 
Uh, Andrew, any other wrap-up thoughts, or you're good? I don't know. I don't know. It's a... It was it was fun to watch again. Yeah. I'm glad, and I'm glad I got closure on my Brad Pitt theory. Yeah, <laughs> and then I got immediate closure on my Al Gore theory. That, that one came and went so fast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Ben on Steve. Um, you can write us an email on at uh, Ben Buell and Spielberg podcast at gmail.com i think um you can write a review or rate us i have trouble saying those words because mm-hmm. i want to say rate a review <laughs> write a review rate a review write a review do a review on itunes or as some people call it apple podcasts yeah um you can follow those me people on- be called apple <laughs> <laughs> yes uh you can follow me on twitter at very cool emily justin uh Yes, you can follow me on the Twitter at Justin Keyson. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Justin Quiz. Still doing video a day. Um, Agents of Guard is still around. Trust me, mm-hmm. we still have that site still up. We still got a pulse. <laughs> we still got a pulse. Yeah. Um, uh, trying to think of anything else I can plug right now besides me being on. Uh, nothing new. <laughs> or my other podcast with with Andrew Lindy. A remake podcast. And I'm trying to think of anything else that's extraneous. No. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. And you should check out Super Mario Bros. Minute. Yes. It's the podcast that me and Emily do. Yeah. About the Super Mario Brothers movie. And you should go see the free uh, rooftop screening of Super Mario Brothers at the Free to Cinema in In Santa Santa Ana on August 27th. Okay. Oh, I guess we're not doing... Real quick. I mean, you can cut this out if you want to. But, like, did you want to do... What did we watch recently? You want to just push ahead? Uh, I have not watched like a movie recently. That's okay, interesting. Wow. Baby Driver was the last movie I saw in theaters that I liked. I think, or I, I guess I saw Spider Man after that, mm-hmm. which I liked that too. Okay, also it's been a solid, been a solid summer movie season. Let's not cut this. Let's just do it right now. Go watch Baby Driver and Spider Man are my two Rex. The new one is Spider Man and the old one is Baby Driver. <laughs> Baby Driver is two weeks old. <laughs> Justin, you got any Rex? Uh. Yeah, actually, I just rewatched The Martian again. So if you haven't seen that, um, definitely do. Um, actually, uh, did I bring this up before? Let me look that up. Andrew, do you have anything? That- <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I mean, it's Spielberg themed. I've been reading Ready Player One. Oh, interesting. Uh, How bit- far are you in? I've been hearing a lot of backlash from that book. From yeah, people I, that I love and trust. I understand the backlash, but I'm not even close to done with it. I'm like 100 and some pages into it yeah i um, guess i should bring that up real quick ready player <laughs> one i yeah i like i'm a i was a fan of the book when it came out 2011 mm-hmm. um i thought the trailer for at comic-con was, was pretty good i caught wind of the backlash very fast yeah and i'm both kind of surprised and then I thought about long and went, yeah maybe i shouldn't have been that surprised yeah, <laughs> yeah i i definitely in reading i i just uh, already have gone through a scene that I was like, oh god, if they put that on the screen, I it would be the worst. I've been kind of wondering if I, because 2011 me is very different from 2017 me. Yeah. So I'm yeah. curious to know how I would have felt, how I would if, if I would feel the same way about the movie now. Yeah. The book, the same the way I feel book. about the book now that I did back then. Um, I. Yeah, I haven't read any of the book. Haven't seen the trailer. I'm a, I'm a, I've, I've got virgin eyes when it comes. Well, to I mean, the crazy thing about the trailer is it's just, it's like. Mostly CGI or all CGI? Which actually, here's the thing. Here's one thing I'm looking so forward to about. Th- the, they probably haven't even filmed it. Well, here's the thing I'm looking forward to about the new film, and it does stem from our talk about Tintin. Mm-hmm. Is the idea that one of the things that you need uh, Emily talked about with Tintin is the idea that Spielberg seemed a lot more freer. 
It seemed reinvigorated. And so I'm hoping that with that knowledge of how that technology works yeah. with Tintin, he will then do the same for Ready Player One, yeah. which will also be an entirely mocap CGI, but mostly entirely mocap CGI yeah. film. Yeah. And even in that trailer, I'm already seeing things that he would have never, he wouldn't usually do yeah. in a live action film. So I, I feel like that's going to be interesting in that regard. And this is also one of those cases where the mocap CGI choice will finally work in a narrative because they're supposed to be a fake video game people. Yeah. This is, you know, with Tintin, where we always talk about the mm, creepiness of yeah. how the people look, that's okay in the Ready Player One world because yeah. that's your avatars, your fake characters. Yeah. I just realized an old movie I could recommend real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just saw a movie called Slash, mm-hmm. and it's uh, about... It's a biopic of Slash from Guns N' Roses? No, it is not. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's look- about um, uh, gay <laughs> fan fiction? Yes. Did you hear about this one? <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I didn't know it was actually about that. It is, in fact, about gay fan fiction. That's awesome. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a decent little movie. Um, one I, would, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites, but it's one I would definitely say uh, is an interesting angle to a, a kind of a fan community yeah. that feels like they're usually uh, don't know how to react to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an interesting exploration of fandom, your sexuality as a teen, and um, while I have some issues with it and some really big issues with it, I think it's definitely like I give them a, uh, a for effort mm-hmm. for tackling a subject matter that most movies, even indie movies, won't try to approach. Or when they do, they do it sort of as a joke. Yes. Yeah. No. Exactly. So they're they're trying their best to explore yeah. why would a why would somebody write this kind of fiction? What yeah. are they trying to express if they're writing this kind of fiction? What are they trying to figure out about themselves? And uh, slash is worth for that alone. Mm-hmm. You know, even if they don't quite nail it in a lot of the areas and they kind of fall into their own tropes, I will definitely say like no, give give slash a, a check. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I was trying to think if I had, I mean, uh, an old recommendation, I guess, if I count the book as new. Uh, uh, the Night of the Hunter is an old film that I just watched Who's from like 1955 or something. Who's in that? Uh, it's, it's a crazy movie. Robert Mitchum? I think he plays um, like a, a, a kind of an, an, a murderous preacher who um, he, he uh, catches wind that there's this uh, a family, uh, a widowed mother and and two children who might have money from their their father's bank robbery and he wants it he wants that money but also he's a preacher so he fools everyone in the town into thinking he's good and cool yeah he's crazy robert mitchum so yeah (laughs) yeah it was the only film directed by uh charles lawton if you know who that is he's a he was a character actor from back in the day and i think it's insane that he made it it, this film is like so visually good it's like everything he picked up from every director he worked with as a character actor put into one film and then even directors today look back at it and go oh yeah I'm taking this from that because that's the first time I saw like they do like a weird there's one moment where the kids are in a basement and they the like a circle closes in to zoom in to show you that they're in the basement and that the preacher's like walking around the house like it's something that in 1955 was never thought to do that's cool yeah it's a good film Uh, so that wraps us up for this month Mm -hmm. Um, we'll see you next month when we'll talk about something we'll figure that out yeah don't my vote is for Poltergeist to do next. Okay. I, ha- I have another suggestion for you. Okay. But we'll, so we'll, 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 we'll be back next month with something. Yeah. Don't get us wrong. We'll be, yeah. yeah. The, show gives, the show goes on. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll see you then.
I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Comic Nerds Nerds Unite. Unite! This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.